Hey there, Waking Leader. Welcome back to another Quick 10 episode on the 10 a.m. Connection in real time. It is December 23rd, 2021. Um, this is actually in later in the afternoon for me. Um, it is holiday season. And uh, so new schedules, uh, we have some things going on in our home. Just um, so, we're, you know, a lot of adjustments. God is good. Glory be to God. God is so good. Um, hallelujah. So really today, what I wanted to kind of chat with you about uh, going forward and what was just in my spirit to, to share with you, I... We're doing Romans 8, and I just am led to talk to you about what Thirsty Thursdays at Well Valley represents, since it is Thursday um, in real time. Thirsty Thursdays at Well Valley uh, was a day every Thursday that I didn't really know until I knew, if that made sense. Um, like what, uh, was happening, right? Cause I was in the midst of it and I was walking through it. And so thirsty Thursdays, um, that I've been hashtagging for a well Valley and doing for some time now is its foundation is in John four, uh, about the Samaritan woman, uh, the woman at the well. And Thirsty Thursday's primary scripture foundation is John 4, uh, 13 and 14. And so if you want to head over there, I'm actually going to read it quickly. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you, and I'm just so grateful, is because if you're in this season and you're dealing with a lot, like you're dealing with the things that you can't even ask for prayer because you don't know how to share that. Like you don't know how to express it. And you feel like you can't ask for prayer because nobody like for that thing, because you don't know how to express it. And it's one of those unspoken things that it's like, well, somebody can't come into agreement with me if they don't understand what it is. And I was actually questioning and talking to God about like unspoken prayers and all that kind of stuff and agreement. And, um, a woman of God had mentioned this and really was a blessing to me because I think a lot of times we go through so many things that we forget that the word of God says that the Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf. The Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf. And I want to encourage you to look up that scripture. I want to encourage you to go find it. Okay. And so here's how we do Google here. Okay. Cause you know, don't be, you don't, don't be Google in everything. Okay. You know, I mean, you could Google it, but make sure it takes you right back to the word of God and it's in the right context. Amen. So you Google it and it's like, yes, you find the scripture, find the scripture in the Bible, read the chapter, read through it, understand what that is. Okay. 
And I think that's powerful in this concept because in what I'm expressing to you is because I think this season and especially Thirsty Thursdays, holiday season is rough for people. Maybe you've experienced some pretty sad things in your life, like you're grieving or you're just you know, life is different or it's not the Christmas that you're used to, or if it's whatever it may be. And so I want to encourage you that whether you fall short, whether you struggle with something, whether you are upset, whether you're hurt, whether you're all of these things, you can cry about it and give it to Jesus. You can write about it and give it to Jesus. You can think about it and give it to Jesus. But I want to encourage you to say it, to speak it out. And even if it sounds like you don't have the words or you don't understand, the Holy Spirit is there to intercede on your behalf. Amen? Don't hold that in. Don't hold it in. What I found is that I would hold things in And yes, I would do like anger. I would get angry and I'd, I'd have, and I would just get frustrated and I would yell and I would just say, because it was just so much. But then I found that it's because I was holding things in prior. And then, so when something happened, it overwhelmed me and I exploded. So a lot of times I was holding on to the death of my, my former self. I didn't want to let go of this younger version of me because she was independent. She was, she had more time for herself. She was the woman at the well after the well experience and now it was I'm gonna be real like I was I was being selfish and so I would get angry because my life wasn't that anymore but I could see God doing such amazing things and I'm blessed and all of these things right And so I share that with you because whatever your grief may look like, right? Nobody knows your grief, but God. When you speak it and you share it and you start going through those things, what happens, especially in the season, especially in the holiday season, especially, I mean, I see so many people and, you know, it's easy to be sad in the holidays and go to drinking, go to drugs, hence thirsty Thursdays, like for real, like thirsty Thursdays, isn't like just a joke. Like that was me, me having to surrender alcohol and drugs and all of these things. And it was hard and it was Something that once I surrendered it, he took it away in Jesus name. It's the, it's the getting to the surrender part that thirsty Thursdays is all about time at the well. 
And so in John four verses, uh, 13, I'm going to, yeah, 13, I'm going to start with 13. Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the waters that I shall give him will never thirst, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. That was powerful and so encouraging to me because literally at the moment of surrender, I truly was able to experience what it means a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. I want that for you. I want you to experience and release it and allow God to turn that pain into his purpose for you. The oil comes from that. We talked in a couple episodes a while back about untapped oil. What are you holding on to that's not allowing the oil to be released? A fragrant aroma for your praise and the victory that you're living in a place of victory. I'm going to close on this. We're in Romans 8. And Romans 8 for Thirsty Thursday, um, 21 through 25. Romans 8, 21 through 25. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Verse 22. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pains together until now. Verse 23. Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. Verse 24, for we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? Verse 25, but if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Whatever hurt you, in this season, in the last, whatever it may be. I want to encourage you with this. Hope. Hebrews 11. Read it. You will see that person again. You will see that old you again. And I know that's weird to say, but I'm saying it this way. And I'm saying it because of this. We know when we're born, or God knows when we're born, and then they, you know, put it on the birth certificate. 
And then there's the day that we die. Everlasting life, that true drink. We don't really die, do we? We go into eternity. That's why Christmas is so important. The birth, then the resurrection. He's no longer on the cross. He's seated at the right hand of God in his rightful place, waiting as the Lion of Judah for God to give the order, the command for him to come back. Thirsty Thursday. Release it. In Jesus' name. See you next time.